Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk about, let's talk about building trust. Let's let's go there. Let's talk about building trust and getting people, clients specifically, to connect with us. Now, I often said that there's a difference between sympathy and empathy. For those of you who've listened to my bad podcast, you know the following story. Here's the visual so you'll never forget the difference between sympathy and empathy. You're standing on the deck of a boat, you're enjoying the beautiful sunset. Along comes this person next to you, starts stumbling by, walks right by you, still stumbling, goes all the way to the edge of the boat, bends over the banister and starts puking his guts out. And you stand there and you go, wow, that must hurt. Now, when you say that, that's sympathy. You say, wow, that must hurt. That means you're being very sympathetic. Now, if you went over there and threw up with him, that's empathy. You feel their pain. Now, why is this important in earning trust from our clients? Clients want to know that you feel their pain. See, too often we talk about the word empathy. We just kind of throw it out there. Yeah, you got to empathize with your customer. But what does that mean? Well, it means that you need to throw up with them. You need to feel their pain. And this point was driven home. The other day, I was listening to a gentleman named Chris Voss. And Chris Voss is a hostage negotiator. And one of the things he said that just really rung a bell and really was the, I guess, the instigator for this podcast, he said, we really need to understand that we don't need to get the hostage takers to agree with us. We just need to get them to know that we understand them. We empathize with them. And he says something like this, a negotiation is more likely to to be negotiated your way, not if they agree with you, but if they know that you understand where they're coming from. Now listen, I mean, hear that again, this is powerful. That a negotiation is more likely to go your way, not if they agree with you, because that's the basic understanding, right? That's, you know, if they agree with me, they'll go with me. What he's saying, it's not so much about that, but, if they know that you understand where they're coming from. For, and then he says, for example, when somebody says something to you, in this case, let's say a hostage situation, he says, some, when somebody says whatever request they may have, and you say something like, so I understand you, so in order for me to understand you, in order for me to understand you, so I understand you, blah, blah, blah. He said, that's wrong, because you're focusing on me and I, that's all about you. What he says, instead of saying, so I understand you, he said, replace that with what you're saying is, and then repeat back what they just said, parrot it back. And what you want them to say to you, listen carefully, it's not so much yes, what you want them to say is, that's right. He says, that's powerful. When you can get somebody to say, that's right, that basically is a confirmation from the other side, your client, in this case, the hostage takers, that they understand that you understand them. In other words, clients want us to really understand them. And so when you're talking to a client and you want to build that trust, that real empathy, instead of saying, so I understand you correctly, don't say that. Say, what you're saying is blah, 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 fill in the blank. And if they go, yes, that's right. That's what you want, that that's right. At this point, they know you understand where they're coming from. See, too often we're so busy trying to sell a client that we don't take the time, we don't slow down to sell more effectively by simply asking better questions. Now, listen to that statement, asking better questions. I didn't say asking questions. 
because anybody can ask questions, but asking better questions, the quality of your questions will determine the quality of the relationship you have with that client. If you're asking them dumb questions, simple questions, then that's the relationship you're gonna have. But if you're asking the client real deep, insightful questions, questions that make them go, hmm, nobody's ever asked me that. I never thought about it from that perspective. Give me a moment to think about that. That's when the quality of the question is at a high. In other words, that's when they know that you're really trying to understand where they're coming from. And again, think about this hostage negotiation. It's not about getting them to say yes. It's about getting them to say, that's right. You understand, Victor. Okay? So keep that in mind. And also, let's talk about, we got empathy down as part of building trust, but let's also talk about something called knowing. Now, when we talk about knowing, it's always about keeping the customer posted on how things are going. Let me give you an example to drive this point home. This is really good. I want you to register this one. So I'm working with a web design company, right? Working with a web design company. And I have certain expectations that we've discussed over the phone. And let's say that I'm supposed to have it done by the 15th of whatever month, right? Well, the 15th rolls around, I don't get a call, I don't get a confirmation, I call back, I call the, the, the web designer, says, hey, uh, what's the latest with this website? And they'll say something like, well, you know, uh, we had a couple of problems and we think we'll be able to, you know, have it done by the following Wednesday, right? So I wait till Wednesday. Now, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm anticipating that this is gonna be done. Well, Wednesday comes, they do call, but then they give me the bad news that it's not really done yet. And then now, what is my brain doing? My brain is spinning out of control. My brain is like, what the heck is going on? What the heck is going on? And so how do you handle that situation? How do you build trust in that type of situation? Well, it's very simple. You keep the person up to date. Listen to me. Give people updates. Even when there isn't an update, giving them a no update is an update. I know, it sounds like a conundrum, but it isn't. So for example, if I knew, we, I called on Friday, the 15th, it wasn't ready, we're gonna have it ready by Wednesday. Now, if that web designer had said to me on Monday or Tuesday before Wednesday, he would call me up and said, Victor, I said, I just called to give you a quick update, we're not gonna have this done by X day, which is Wednesday, right? But here's what we're gonna do. Now, see, that's the one-two punch right there. I want you to think about this, the one-two. You give somebody the bad news, it's not gonna be ready by Wednesday. But then right over the top, you're gonna to say, but here's what we're gonna do to correct that. And that's all the customer wants to hear. Now, that's better than not calling the customer up the meeting time comes around, they call on Wednesday and it's not ready. And you say, well, it's not ready yet. We need a couple more days. Well, that's just going to make the customer angry. Again, people want to be updated. Even when you don't have an update, just letting them know that there is no update or it's going to be delayed, whatever it may be, just letting them know, letting them know is all you really need when it comes to building that trust. Again, too often, we don't call somebody up with an update because we don't have anything to update them on. And we think it's a bad thing to do that. We feel weak. Well, I'm not going to call Victor up and let him know that we haven't finished it and that there really isn't a change. 
that's just gonna make him mad, so I'm not gonna call him. Well, that's a bad strategy. If you were to call me, he says, look, Victor, here's what's happening, here's the bad news, but here's what we're gonna do, and even if it requires us moving out the dates one or two more days, as long as I, the customer, know, I feel better. So again, don't be afraid to hit me with bad news as long as you deliver it with, here's what we're gonna do. That's the one-two punch. So there's two things we can do to build trust. One is empathy. Really empathize with your customer. Again, it's not about getting them to say yes, it's about getting them to say, yeah, that's right, you understand. And when it comes to building trust on the knowing side, when you got a timetable, a delivery schedule, and you don't have anything available, it's gonna get pushed out, you know we're not gonna hit the day, then you need to call the customer up. Give them a simple update. But remember, drop the bad news, we're not gonna hit that day. And then give them the, but here's what we're gonna do. Use that one-two combination. Now, if we can empathize and keep them posted in the know about where their project is at, that right there is gonna help you build trust. So keep that in mind as you're dealing with your clients. That's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. I'm getting a lot of great comments, so thank you very much. Let me know what you think. Uh, as always, I would greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my new learning management platform called the Sales Mastery Academy. We just added three new programs to the platform. So again, I priced it so anybody can afford to be on this platform and you can track your progress as well. So check it out at victorantonio.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi. I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.